How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Waterfowl 365, presented by BTBN. This is the Move the Sticks football week three wrap-up. However you're listening to this thing, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review, some feedback. You can find it on iTunes, Podbean, all that good stuff under Waterfowl 365, or you can type in BTBN, and it'll bring it up. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and... uh, Leave us a little feedback. If you're not following along with us on social media, check out BTBN, Instagram, and Facebook. Give it a like. Give it a follow. Join that podcast group, BTBN Podcast. And that's the best way to keep in contact with everything new that's going on. We are one week away from the second round of the head-to-head call maker build-off. And uh, it's time to get excited again. You know, we got some really great call makers, eight really good call makers going down to four next week. We'll see how their calling has progressed, and uh, I'm pretty excited for it. So it should be good. Um, so make sure you tune in for that thing next Wednesday on BTBN's Facebook page. If you want to get yourself a really cool blank to send to your favorite call maker and make a duck call yourself, check out Seth Owsley over at Swampwood Products. Makes really, really killer stuff and always stands behind his work. And if you want to send one of those blanks to me at Unstable Calls, you can feel free to do that and get yourself on the list, and I will get it turned around and make yourself a half-decent call, as I've been told they are. You want to get yourself an adult piece of apparel that's not for your bedazzled jean-wearing guys? Check out Fox Red Apparel. And without any further ado, the Move the Sticks for Week 3. Justin, what's going on, brother? How are you? Yes, man. Just ready to talk about our picks and these crazy games that we had this week. Dude, it was insanity. I watched all the way through, and like we got through all the noon games uh, here in Central Time Zone, and I was like, I'm pretty sure we're both close. And uh, I texted that nuts, man. Dude, it was crazy. I texted you like at halftime, and I was like, well, we're both gonna go pretty fucking shitty this one, and. Uh, it ended up pulling back in. My freaking ESPN is killing me. Um, me too. Yeah, I don't know why the hell it's not loading up. Um, let's let's start off first with the uh, the Thursday night game. You had the Dolphins and the Jags. We both went Jags on that, and uh, the Dolphins ended up pulling it out. So that was uh, a freaking. I wanted to go. Feeling was to go with the Dolphins because the Dolphins are a lot better. With- than they look. Well, the Dolphins live and die by when is Fitzpatrick going to uh, turn into... Implode. Yeah, I mean, he just he's polar opposite. He's either on or he's off. And uh, Look at his career. Yeah, yeah, I, he, I still he, don't he, trust he, him. He, I don't trust him either, but if you look at his career, he plays good for like a year, and then he'll play next year, be really good at the beginning, and then just shit out in the second part of the year but every team that he's gone to it's been like that yeah i have a feeling we're still gonna see uh we're still gonna see tua at some point he's definitely bought himself a couple more uh bad starts before they uh start worrying about that stuff so that started us out oh and one which was shitty and uh then we move on to the bears and the falcons and we both went with the bears and holy cow, dude. The Falcons, that's like, they have the three worst losses or blown leads in history. 
Super Bowl, Dallas, and now against the Bears bringing in St. Nick Foles. Yeah, BD Nick. Freaking like, he, uh, I could not believe they choked. And it's, I don't blame it on freaking Matt Ryan. Like, the Falcons the last two weeks, their offense has been solid. Matt Ryan, I think, is number two in overall yards. If you put up 26 points and last week they put up, what, 39? You expect to win that game. game. You should be winning football games every day. Yeah, it's just they do not know how to close, man. They, they're going to end up another 8-8 eight and eight season because they're losing these nonsense games. They're 0-3, but the Falcons are the, by far the best 0-3 team. And uh, we both they're, got- they're good, but I want to say this about Nick Foles. You're an Atlanta Braves fan. Nick Foles is like bringing John Rocker out of the bullpen. <laughs> Dude, well, and that's the thing is you you never know what to expect with Foles, man. He he can definitely make you look really smart, and he can make you look stupid. Um, I don't, I just do not know. I think that uh, the guy who came in the playoffs and won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he was Super Bowl MVP, and he wasn't even the starter yeah. next year. Um, yeah. it, I think that uh, Trubisky, he, I mean, he, he was playing solid. There's so much bad quarterback play going on right now. You have, like, your elite quarterbacks, but there's so many bad quarterbacks yeah. that uh, Trubisky's going to get some more time to start in the NFL, but it's not going to be for much longer. If he can, if Foles puts together some wins and keeps the Bears yeah. over 8-8, eight and eight, I think it's his job until he loses it. Foles comes in, you know, touchdown after touchdown. Maybe just throws one pick and leads them to a couple victories. I think it's going to be his job to lose. Yeah. Dude, I watched that whole game, too, because that was one of the only ones. Because I watch most of my games streaming on the NFL uh, app because they usually have two or three games uh, live for the noon game, and then they have one in the afternoon and then the night game. And that was it. Was either them or uh, did P- the Panthers play at noon? It was either them or not the Panthers. Uh, the Patriots played at noon as well, didn't they? But I watched the Patriots and Raiders. Yes, and yes, that was the other. Team. We'll, we'll get to, we'll, we'll, get, we'll to get to that game today. Um, we'll get to that one. So we both ended up one and one because we both picked the Bears and they pulled that sucker out. Next, we'll go to the Bills and the Rams. And that was another nail biter, man. The uh, the Bills got down to last possession. Yeah, and it ended up being a uh, wasn't it like a false start or offsides or something that gave the the Ram or the Bills another another chance. Across the Rams too, man. I've been saying this all week to people talking about football turnovers. Turnovers kill you in the NFL every every week. Yeah. Well, unless you turn it over in costly interceptions, I mean unless you're the Falcons. They they had a, the a plus three turnover ratio on that Dallas game and still lost. But uh dude Josh Allen is looking like the freaking truth. I'm still on his bandwagon. I said if he was gonna play good, they're gonna win. They live and die by him. So uh I picked the Bills, you picked the, the guy's Bills. doing it all. Yeah. Yeah, you, he didn't run. The, he, he didn't really run the ball that much, but man, there's some throw, some throws that he just wide open that he misses still. But 
he'll figure it out. Yeah, he's getting more accurate as time goes on, which is kind of that age-old tale of a quarterback can't get more accurate. But uh, Josh Allen has. He's thrown it at 71% completion percentage right now, which is phenomenal. That's Drew Brees, you know, in his prime numbers. I mean, he's got a, you know, he's got a cannon. He, he can throw the ball mile. He can throw wide receivers open. As soon as he starts, you know, stop missing easy throws, the kid could be unstoppable. Yeah, yeah, he's a freaking beast, man. So uh, I'm at two and one, and you're at one and two on that one. And then we move to the Redskins and the freaking Browns. And they, it's the Washington football team. It's the Redskins. <laughs> and uh, Baker Mayfield goes off again, and the damn Brown or Redskins just. The, uh, Chase Young went out in like the first quarter or the second quarter. Groin injury. Yeah, yeah he had a gro- groin. Uh, turnovers killed uh, Washington. Dwayne Haskins, two fumbles, what, three interceptions. Just killed. They really just killed themselves again, like I said earlier. Turnovers. Yeah, you, you can't do that crap, man. So that left us at two and two apiece. And then that moves us on to uh, the Titans and the Vikings, which another freaking nail-biter. Um, what, the Vikings were up big through the majority of this game. And, and then Kirk Cousins showed up. Yeah, Kirk Cousins does what Kirk Cousins does and uh, blew that game. And now, I don't know if you saw the news, but the freaking Titans have tested positive for COVID, some of their players, so they're closing yeah. all facilities. I don't even know if they're it's a Saturday. Yeah, they closed their facilities till Saturday. Yeah, that's dude. It's uh, the only watch uh, at like two o'clock this afternoon. I was like, oh boy. Yeah, I hope uh, here, it, here it goes. Yeah, I hope it doesn't end up like baseball, where you have just teams not even playing, and uh, you know it. It could end up screwing the whole season, but the Titans came. Yeah, the Titans came back and and they pulled out the W. So we uh, we both got the pick on that one for sure. And uh, then that takes us to the Raiders Pats, and that's the game that you watched the majority of. I watched on and off in between the uh, terrible Bears Falcons game. We both picked the Patriots, but dude, how horrible did Cam Newton and the offense look in the first quarter? And we just said it last week. Well, we just said it last week. How bad. Sony Michelle and freaking Burkhead had to get going to give Cam some help. And dude, Burkhead's Burkhead, I can't remember if it was his receiving touchdown or if it was his rushing touchdown that he went airborne at like the three yard line. That was his receiving yeah. touchdown. Dude, I think he stayed in the air for like legit seven yards. Some wings and he had his Jumpman's on, I think. Well, he he went up and over, and then he landed on one of the blockers and uh, the defenders. And like, as the guy was blocking the defender back, he's going. He landed like on top of both of their shoulders and flew through the air like another three yards. It was awesome. He went off. Great play. Yeah, yeah. He but on both. I mean, he had two rushing touchdowns. He had a receiving. He was a leading wide receiver uh, on that on New England. He honestly he played his mind, and then Sony Michelle really turned it on. Uh, I want to say it was JJ Taylor, their rookie. He played really good too. 
Yeah, kind of came in and he gave, gave them a little spark. He had 11 carries for 43 yards, and then all of a sudden, Sony Michelle might one up this rookie. Yeah, dude, it, they needed it bad. I don't know what the funk was with the uh, the early part of it. You know, Cam didn't look super accurate to begin with, but after that, dude, it was. I mean, it was game on, and the Raiders uh, are back to doing Raider things, and you know. Not at the bottom of the AFC West. The AFC West is uh, looking a lot thinner than it was last weekend. Uh, I, I was really impressed with uh, Hunter Renthro. He had a really coming out. It seemed like he had a little coming out party. Not the biggest wide receiver you could arm tackle him, but good route runner, hard worker. I like, I like him. Yeah, yeah, dude. It, uh, it was an interesting game, and, you know, the Patriots, this, this new Patriots team and uh bill belichick figuring out how to use his personnel is is very interesting and it's a uh, man it's gonna be a good uh, a good season for him it'll be uh it'll be it'll be cool to see how it progresses man so different the, pace this this week against uh, the raiders for new england they kind of played it slow in which last week they had to play fast because they were in a shootout with Seattle, which they're going to be prepared to be in a shootout with Kansas City next weekend. Yeah, that's going to be a, a freaking big, big game. We'll, we'll get to those picks, but, man, that's going to be a good game. We both went Pats and Raiders, so we were 4-2 and two so far, both tied up. And then you got the 49ers and Giants, and the 49ers, I mean, they just beat the brakes off of them. I didn't get to watch the game because it wasn't uh, televised, but, man, they beat the brakes off of them, 36-9. Barkley's out for the year, I think, right? So, I mean... And for the year, they signed uh, Devontae Freeman last week. Yeah, that's he only right. had 10, 10 yards on five carries. Nothing, nothing impressive, especially trying to learn a new offense in a short week. Yeah, that, I, I'm not impressed. And uh, I think it's going to be a long road ahead for him. So we both went 5-2 and two picking the Niners. And then you had this trash. I absolutely hate that the NFL freaking does it. They're, they have to find a way, whether they play the 10-minute overtime, and if it's still a tied game after that, it has to go to the college style. Yeah, something. So the freaking Bengals and the Eagles were going to be... I 100% Yeah, the Bengals and the Eagles were going to be our freaking decisive who was going to take the lead because we're both at 5-2, and two, and they end up freaking tying. Joe Burrow is out. I don't know how long he's out. I haven't seen the updates or anything like that on him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Eagles, dude, they look bad. You predicted it. back and played. Yeah. Dude, Uh, Wentz. It was a – yeah, Wentz is – they need to pull him, and Doug Peterson is not going to do it. Yeah. He's going to freaking live and die with it. I mean – Burrow didn't play horrible. He threw 300 yards, two TDs, but when he goes down, you know, you can't do anything. Mixon cannot get going, dude. He averaged three yards a carry. That is. Yeah, it's a, it's terrible. And, you know, everybody has such high praise on Joe Mixon. I hear, like, every week, you got to get Joe Mixon. got to get Joe Mixon. And he, week after week, it's 49 yards, 50 yards, 60, 40. Yeah. They, they have to get Burrow some help if they ever want to compete. And uh, you got to get mixing the ball and get him to get him some blocking. Burrow has been on the run. He took eight freaking sacks. 
You know, and his hit from number ninety-seven, uh, uh, Mikhail Jackson. Uh, I thought he killed Joe Burrow. Yeah, I was like, I just watched the man die. He's gonna end up like freaking Wentz. He's gonna be show potential being young. He's gonna keep getting banged up, and he's gonna become another injury-prone guy. Wentz. Like, Wentz is not playing well. Even when he has time, he's not hitting receivers. That's because he's been getting a freaking crap beat out of him for years. And him, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck too, man. Yeah. I just beat the hell, you know, only five, six years into his career. And he's he's hanging up because it's surgery, recover, surgery, recover. And then it's like, man, do I want to keep doing this? Yeah. Well, look at freaking... Uh, it's not David Carr. What was the older Carr brother's name that played for the? Yeah. No, Chris Carr. No, it wasn't Chris Carr. Anyway, the the number one pick that went to the Texans, like in two thousand one, their expansion year, and he got sacked a record amount of times over three years, and he was pretty much out of the league. He's an analyst now. I can't remember his name. Um. Whatever. It doesn't matter. David Carr. His brother's name is David Carr. Okay, okay, that's right. Um, well, we were both right. Yeah, so we both uh, we get the tie on that one. We're 5-2 and freaking 1. Um, we Then you get the Steelers and the Texans. And for the third week in a row, I know that Watt and uh, what's-his-name have had a crazy amount of sacks and, like, you know, it, it, they've Bud Dupree, they've looked great. But it's another week that I am not overly impressed with the Steelers. They're undefeated. Don't get me wrong, Ben Ben Big Ben's playing strong, but I am not impressed with the Steelers. Their three and is not as good as it looks. Wide receiver and core is kinda kinda lackluster. I mean, I would expect, you know, they keep hyping up Juju Schuster's on all these commercials and TVs. Promotion ads. I would expect a lot more out of him. I think their number two, uh, Deontay Johnson, he got a concussion. He's a he's going to be a star in the making. But you know, and James Conner, he's a. You don't know when he's going to leave the game due to injury. I think he's kind of brittle. Uh, I don't know if that's due to you know cancer, but he's constantly getting kind of a little dinged up. Well, and he's, you know, he went off for freaking 109 and 40 receiving. Like, Connor played well. Their offense, I'm not overly concerned with. It's, they're, they're in a lot of really close games. And that's the differential between who goes to the playoffs and who doesn't in the NFL so many times is the ability to win the close ones. But, man, if there's ever a team that's, that's getting set up for a trap game that's undefeated, like, it's 100% Pittsburgh because, uh, Every game they've played. Who'd they play last week? Look real quick. Was it the Broncos last week? Am I crazy? It was the Broncos last yeah, week. Yeah, they played the Broncos real tight. Yeah, they, they only played won by them five. Tight. Houston played them tight and uh, week one. Who the hell were they playing week one? This The ESPN app not working right now is driving me up the wall. They, they played the Giants, and they but they still had Saquon at that time. What was the score in that they, game? 26-16. They won by 10, and they kept, I mean, Saquon Barkley couldn't even get out of the backfield that game. 
Yeah, yeah. Their rush defense, that's right. I did watch part of that game. I remember it now. Saquon could not get going. So, you know, like I said, uh, I'm just not 100% sold on them yet. Do they come out of their division? Yeah. Well, the Ravens, I mean. <sighs> well, the Chiefs have put up the blueprint the last couple of years how to beat the Ravens. Well, yeah. We'll get to it. We we both picked the Steelers on that one, so we're six and two on those. Uh, both six two and one through the the afternoon or the the noon games, and then when it's it starts getting screwed up, we both picked the exact same teams for the remainder of the games, and we're tied with this one, with the exception of the Bucks and the damn Broncos. And I knew me being a homer was going to cost me the win because. I took the damn Broncos and shouldn't have. Um, we'll go with Jets and the Colts. Phyllis Rivers is showing out. He looks good, but everybody looks good against the Jets. They are freaking horrid. They are... Uh, Sam Darnold Sam, needs to be dying benched. Sam Darnold's another guy. He's been getting killed his whole freaking career. You, you I can mean, be the, how many head coaches? Yeah. You can be the best quarterback ever coming out of college, but if you cannot stay upright, you're not going to win any games. Your career is going to be short. Um, we both picked the Colts on that one, so that was 7-2-1 and one apiece. Um, we both picked the Chargers over the Panthers. And Yeah, that one that one bit us in the ass. Um, the Panthers... Tim Herbert, he looked really good last week against the Chiefs. Uh, I've seen him, you know, putting up similar numbers, which he hit a lot of Austin Eckler on the backfield like crazy last week. Every time I check, it was a catch for Eckler, catch for Eckler. Yeah. The Panthers, you just never know what to freaking expect with them. You know, um, they... Right, that was kind of a wild card. They won, but without freaking uh, McCaffrey, dude, I just... I don't see them going much game further. suffered really bad yeah. without McCaffrey. Yeah. You can tell, look, if you look at the statue, how many different runners they had. And it really hurt their, even probably their passing attack, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have a receiver, or, you know, a running back, hell, he might be the second leading, you know, receiver on the team as the running back who's averaging 80 to 100 yards a game gone and then he's not getting anything out you know on the uh out of the backfield i mean he's putting up two touchdowns a game and now he's gone and they just do not look good without him there so the panthers get the win the chargers i think nobody having film on uh herbert really helped him play against the chiefs like you talked about last time and uh he looked a lot, yeah he looked a lot more like a uh a rookie he looked like a rookie. Game. Yeah, which, you know, he didn't look bad. He's just a young player, and uh, that's what you expect. He's, he's, he's learning on the job, like a lot, a lot of rookies are doing right now, learning on the job. Right. So then that brings us to the horrible, horrible Denver Broncos. I, You know what? They play on Thursday night, the Jets. It might be a matchup of the two worst teams in football. It's you remember uh, Lex and Terry back in the day. This, this is another episode of who's more pathetic. 
Like, they are both fucking terrible. And you know what I'll tell you is that Sam Darnold is going to be the best quarterback on the field Thursday night. Yeah. The Broncos are horrible. We're, you know, we have three starting quarterbacks going into week four. And if um, – if, dude, he came in in the second half. Thank God this I couldn't watch this game because I would have turned it off and been mad that I wasted my time. But uh, freaking Ripken is going to be the third starting quarterback in four games. And if he doesn't play well, Jeff Driscoll is done. Like, all you have to do is load the box against him because he's not throwing the ball deep over the top. Nothing's happening. The Bucks figured that out. 5.9 yards a freaking pass. Yeah, he's, he's not throwing it. He's slow. He's got a slow release. He's not good. Melvin Gordon couldn't get going because they just stacked the box. There was nothing that they could do that uh, the Bucks weren't expecting at all. And uh, if Ripken doesn't play well, we're going to see um, dude from Jacksonville. He's going to end up being the damn starter. Uh, get Bortles. Freaking Bortles. We're going to end up having four, four freaking starting quarterbacks over five weeks. And Denver, like I said, they might be the most pathetic team in football right now. Um, we just lost somebody yesterday um, starting on the uh, defensive line. There were six pro bowlers on Denver's roster from last year. In 2019, Denver has six pro bowlers on their roster from 2019. Five of them are injured right now. Denver has 60. Bicep? Huh? Yeah, the torn bicep. They have uh, Jarrell Casey. Yeah. They have. $60 million in payroll on the injured reserve list right now. Like, it is, it could not get any worse <laughs> as a Denver fan. You got your your best running back, because I don't think Melvin Gordon's the best running back. You got Phillip Lindsay. You got Cortland Sutton, who's our best wide receiver. You've got freaking the starting I, I think Phillip Lindsay's your guys' best running back personally, and I'm not a Denver fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not even, it's not even a question. You got him freaking injured. You've got Locke injured. You got Von Miller out for the year. You got Casey just went out for the year. And there's one more. Okay, no, that's five. Um, I think Simmons might be the only player. And he has not played well. He lost, he lost what, Derek Wolf to free agency or a trade this year? I think we let him go. Um, Wolf has not played great for the last, since their Super Bowl run. Wolf has not been. Great. Um, they cut, you know, they cut Davis. Todd Davis, the leader of the defense, other than Vaughn Miller, cut him. You let Chris Harris Jr. walk. Like, you know, you let T.J. Ward. He's gone two years ago. It's the Broncos, you know, that no-fly uh, zone, the orange crush, whatever you want to call it, they are dead in the water. Um, Chubb has looked very much not like the number five overall pick without Von Miller on the other side. They just got the crap kicked out of them. And uh, you got Shaq Barrett, who was our our uh, Bradley Chubb before we drafted Chubb. We end up letting him go in free agency to Tampa because we drafted Chubb number five overall, and he went off. He was destroying Driscoll. And, uh, yeah, freaking uh, two sacks. Sack. Two oh, sacks. two sacks, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Two sacks and five solo tackles. Yeah, and he had two other quarterback freaking pressures. Like, he 
destroyed and uh yeah it's just it's not good so that leaves you eight three and one me seven four and one and uh yeah that was the 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 nail in the coffin for my week um that takes us to the lions and the cards we both picked the cards and they came out and laid a freaking egg laid the worst day i was so hyped about this game i had kyler murray on my fan duel and on my DraftKings. is it mean he's gonna light them up matt patricia's defense is terrible and what does he do the three touch uh, three picks yeah the picks like you said the turnovers kill you you know drake had a good solid game murray on the ground wasn't bad freaking Murray through the air before he started throwing picks was solid. Like, you cannot... So we, we both looked so good through the first half of the day, and then the second half of the day comes along and just completely shits all over everything. All downhill after the Bengals game. <laughs> right. So the damn Lions get a bounce back. And then we uh, you got the Cowboys-Seahawks. And uh, we both took the Seahawks on that game. I watched a lot of that game. Freaking Wilson uh, is a absolute killer. I mean. Playing out of his freaking mind right now. And with the combination of Lockett and Metcalf. Metcalf could have had two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. The, he, he pulled a Deshaun Jackson or a Leon Lett even and hold yeah, the ball Leon out. Lett. Yeah, it, you just cannot do that. I mean, Wilson was sacked four times still, and he still freaking throws for 315 yards and five TDs. They they beat the brakes off of him. That moves Dallas to one and two. The score is 38 to 31, and all the Cowboys homers are going to be like, oh, we only lost by seven. They should have lost by 21 because they had two TDs that did not happen. And, and Dak Prescott almost throws for... 500 yards. But yeah. yet again, two turnovers by Dak Prescott really hurts. Well, they threw and that. He threw that interception at the end of the game, too, didn't he? And, you know, that, I mean, the one and then a safety against uh, Elliott, that, that hurts, too. That's give three points. Yeah. And Zeke Elliott, 14 carries for 34 yards. He did nothing. I think I saw him bust a seven yard run, and that was his biggest of the day. And uh, Troy Aikman was like, oh, yeah, he's finally going to get moving. And then that was it. He did nothing the rest of the day. The Cowboys are in trouble, man. They Their receiving core, dude, Dak Prescott is putting up ungodly numbers. But once again, as I've said the whole time, Dak Prescott puts up big numbers but does not get the win. It happens all the time. He's a great fantasy quarterback. If you want to put him on your fantasy team, you're probably going to win a lot of games. Yeah. I don't believe him giving this guy, you know, the the $400 million contract. I just, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't take the risk on him. No. No. It, and, you know, the Cowboys are, they're in that perennial 8-8 eight and eight conversation to where there's not any better option for them to go. Like, if you don't pick yep. Dak this next year, where do you go in the quarterback position? There's no free agents coming along. 
What do you then mean? at that point, you're, you're going to be playing for Trevor Lawrence. No. Then you just got to tank. Denver's got – Denver or freaking the Jets have got Trevor Lawrence on lock. I don't want Denver to go 0-16 and 16 because that is uh, – that's something that the Lions still hear about. That's something that Tampa Bay, 40 years you know, past, still hears about. I do not want to suck and tank for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you know, I, yeah, we'll move past that. I, we'll have a whole other segment for me to get into Denver and just fucking going off about it. Um, so, yeah, the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, like I said, top three quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, that takes us to... Freaking Green Bay and the Saints. And we both picked the Packers on that one. And Aaron that was Rodgers. That a great game. Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his freaking mind right now. Yeah. I mean, it, if you look at Aaron Rodgers, if it, one that is zoomed up on his face, it never looks like he's having a good time. But he's just out there, you know, wheeling, dealing the rock all, all across the field. And then when he scores, you can tell he's having such a great time. But. And he's so good, no matter who's on the field. I mean, who's there? Alan Lazard? Yeah. I never even heard, I never even heard of this guy. And he, <laughs> 146 yards in, the, in a touchdown? It doesn't matter who's on the field. I mean, I could be on the field, and he's got to hit me, give me the rock, and I'm going to go score. Yeah. Dude, did you see freaking Alvin Kamara's freaking run? I, I think it was like a little shovel pass that he busted off yeah. for one of his touchdowns. 139 yards receiving two TDs and 60 yards on the ground on t- six carries. The dude's averaging 10 yards a carry and 140 through the, you know, through the air. Alvin Kamara, it, you're looking at the best two healthy backs in the game right now with Alvin Kamara and freaking uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones well, had a small game, but they didn't need yeah. him to be spectacular. I one-two punch of uh, him and Latavius Murray. I've always, dude. I've always been high on Latavius Murray since there was one Monday night game that I watched him just beat the brakes off of the Peyton Manning-led freaking Broncos back when they were solid on defense, and Latavius Murray freaking just absolutely killed them and was gashing them for five yards of carry. Latavius Murray was... 4.8. Mar- yeah. Well, I was talking about in the Denver game, but in this game... Well, yeah. I- he he was doing the Marshawn Lynch, man. He was running full speed ahead, picking up his four and a half yards every single time and was like, all right, thank you. Feed me another one. There was one drive where he had every single rush except for uh, Kamara's uh, receiving TD, I'm pretty sure. Well, I like going back on to Kamara. Man, the guy hardly ever goes backwards. If you, I mean, even if he's hit dead in the hole, he spins or he's just got incredible balance, always going forward, and just the way he make people miss too. Dude, that that reception, the fifty yarder that he had on the sideline, and bounced it all the way up into the end zone. It was insane. Um. Well, and another thing about Kamara, what about his freaking grill? Have you seen that thing? His grill? Dude, he plays with, like, white gold diamonds. It's probably, you know, a $60,000, $70,000 grill in his mouth playing with that thing in. He's going back to the Edder and James days. 
Yes, sir. Uh, so that leaves us to your Chiefs versus the Ravens. I think I said that Patrick Mahomes was going to have 350 through the air, and uh, I didn't. I said that Lamar was going to have 225 through the air and 80 on the ground or something like that. I didn't go back and re-listen to it, but uh, yeah, you know, um, on Eminem's second. Not his latest album he dropped this year, but the two years of one. The one that started the uh, Machine Gun Kelly freaking beef where they had this little back and forth. And the title of the song was We Are Not Alike. That is Mahomes and Jackson. Freaking Mahomes. You can't. You can't. You can't. It's uh, apples to oranges, man. You cannot compare the two. They are in different leagues. Jackson is a phenomenal. Like... He had one that he was dead to rights. That uh, dude, he should it should have been a sack so bad, and he bounced it out and ran right around freaking Jones, and ended up like going up the uh, right side, like did a little stutter step as he was getting ready to get sacked, bounced it out, hooked around the right side, sprinted up the line, threw it on the run, and hit a bomb. But then he had times where. You know, he it was just a routine play and he's overthrown. He had a touchdown that it should have been every bit of a touchdown. He got he burnt off the line and he freaking throws it behind him. And I mean it was every bit of a touchdown. It was when the game was a lot closer. And uh dude, Mahomes' fake jump pass to coming down to rolling back to his left, turning his hips at the last second. And freaking firing a first down. And then he has the shovel pass. To <laughs> Never played the entire game to Sausage, man. Just an underhand shuttle pass. To which Sherman. They ran to Sherman, but they ran the same exact play to Kelsey, and they got stuffed. And people just forget about Sherman, man. The guy, that guy can play. Well, and then freaking Eric Fisher catches a touchdown. And Fish had the, out of all the end zone celebration... Last year, he had the best where he did the Stone Cold Steve Austin smashing beats. Yeah. Dude, that that game, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is on a different level. He, the see, the thing about the two of them, Lamar Jackson, he needs shit to break down. He needs his pocket to collapse. He needs everything to be just complete haywire for him to be successful. He does great on the, the open field freaking runs. And then when the pocket breaks down and he has to scramble, he's usually pretty damn good. He's one of the best throwers on the run that there is. The difference between them is Mahomes does that stuff better. And then the routine plays, Travis Kelsey was gashing them up the middle. Mahomes was putting everything on a freaking bead on routine plays. Mahomes does the everything breaking down, I have to scramble, I have to improvise crap. But he also does the routine plays and just marches down the field. And that's where Lamar Jackson, his accuracy on the routine in the pocket standing plays is just not good. I love about Mahomes is decision-making, leadership, and just pure talent. And I've never seen, you know, every throw, some throws that he makes is, it would tell a quarterback, do not do this. 
don't. Don't leave your feet. Don't he, jump and throw the ball. And he does. He's a more accurate just, Brett Favre. He has that gunslinger mentality of Brett Favre. He's just better. One of my favorite moments of the Super Bowl is when he threw that interception and Andy Reid walks up, just keep firing. And the kid's smart. They say, uh, I was watching, listening to an interview that they did. They says he has a, uh, a great memory, like a photographic memory. So if he sees it once, he won't forget it. And you can see when defenses are kind of confusing him at the beginning of a game. And then, you know, the second or third drive is like, I figured you out. I know what you're going to do. You know, he, they, did, they did not kill, like, most people think we're going to just go throw the ball deep, throw the ball deep. They just killed them with route running and just so many different formations and ball distribution. That's what he does really well, too. If you look at all the receivers, six, four, five, five, seven, one, one, two. I mean, he just distributes the ball everywhere on the field. Well, and Andy Reid has somebody going in motion on every single play. There is mass confusion. A defender. Yes. In the Kansas City backfield, Andy Reid has motion going every single play, whether it's Hill running across the formation, whether, you know, they just – they constantly have something to go. It's so hard to game plan for what they're doing, you know, and it's just – it's brilliant, and I, one of my favorite things about this no fans in the stands is you can hear the quarterback reads and cadences up at the line, and you can hear how many times Patrick Mahomes is changing the play, adjusting coverage, like seeing the defense and moving stuff around. Every, like A lot of quarterbacks are doing that, but Mahomes is so smart for as young as he is. I mean, I hate There was the- a play last night where you could hear him, Slide, 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 and all of a sudden the whole offensive line, I think it was sliding left, and he just rips a bomb to, I think, uh, Nico Harmon. Yeah, dude, it's just, I hate the Chiefs with a passion. Mahomes is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen play a freaking game of football. The most talent, the most skill. If he doesn't win freaking six Super Bowls, it'll be because something failed him. His body broke down, but the dude is unbelievable, and I hope he leaves Kansas City after his 10 years and uh, goes somewhere else. Get out of the AFC West. I, I mean, I, I love I love watching him play, and I lo- I've been a freaking diehard Chiefs fan for, for as long as I've been alive. But, man, every Sunday – Getting to watch him work. Like, I went to the home opener in 17 against the Niners, and I've never heard that place be so so electrified to, to see him play at that home opener. Yeah, the dude is insane, man. So, I went to uh, uh, Amanda, my wife. We, if we could have still had Cream Hunt on that team if he did not beat women and lie about it. <laughs> That team would be even more dangerous. <laughs> well, you guys got a good one in Hilaire, dude. He's, uh, you know, he didn't have the biggest. Great game. He didn't have the biggest yeah. game this week, but dude, he is, he is, he adds an extra dimension on the ground. And any running back that comes into Andy Reid's system is gonna be better. 
I mean, he had 64 yards rushing, and he had also had 70 yards receiving, so. Yeah, I mean, the dude is just, I don't know, the Chiefs are the clear just watch the number Chiefs. one. Everybody just watch the Chiefs against Baltimore, and that's how you beat them. They can't play from behind. If, if you're going to count on Lamar Jackson to, to win you a game, throwing the ball, you can go ahead and just turn off the television or just tear up your ticket and go home. Well, and what you have to do is you have to keep contain. Back when, the, like in the fourth you quarter. You can't chase him. Yeah, in the you, fourth you quarter. You cannot chase him. You have to corral him. I said that like a thousand times. Let's play. Stop chasing him and just cut, cut him off. You cut the field off from him where he can't get past you or around you. Yeah, when they when they're trying to make their their comeback at the end of the game, uh, you know they started the Chiefs started rushing the edges and keeping outside contained. So that way, when he was trying to, you know, when he realized the pocket was starting to collapse, he was looking for a way out, and he did one. It Chris was on, Jones. Yeah, on fourth down, when Chris Jones got his last sack of the game, he tried to spin out because he saw every the pressure coming from the right, and he tried to spin out to the left, and Chris Jones hit him. And it was like, because there was contain. He had nowhere to go. If you contain him, he can never chase a guy with that kind of speed and those kind of moves. But if you can corral him and put him where you want to, you're, you're going you're gonna to win. I mean, that's what uh, Tennessee did to him last year, too. Yeah. So that leaves you this week with another one freaking game win over me. You went 11-4-1. And I went 10-5-1 because of the goddamn Broncos being a homer. So that's two games up on me so far that you are. You got me by one last week, and you got me by one this week. Um, that leads us to two days from now, the matchup of who's more pathetic. Broncos-Jets, who are you taking? Do you a favor. I'm going to go with the Broncos. Ugh. I, you know, I almost went with the freaking Jets on this one because, like I said, it's about quarterback play, and Sam Darnold is by far the best quarterback on the field going in on Thursday. It's they're the on a short week, Denver, who just announced their starting quarterback today, is even money with the Jets going to freaking New York. Like, that's how bad the Jets are. The <laughs> Vegas has them at even when home field is always at least a or half a, point. At least, yeah. or even a point. Honestly, I'm glad that Driscoll is not starting. If Driscoll was starting, I would say the Broncos are a freaking five-point underdog. They're that much worse because all you have to do is stack the box. Um, I, I'm picking the Broncos, but if we lose to the Jets and go 0-4, we're in the Trevor Lawrence uh, conversation. There, There's no... Do you burn your Von Miller jersey? No, Von Miller. It's not Miller's fault. Like I said, you got five pro bowlers on the IR. Like, that. There's. it's not even about... I don't blame John Elway. I don't blame freaking anybody for this team. I blame bad luck. You cannot have freaking five pro got bowlers. the injury around. bug right now. The, the injury bug, no preseason... You know, everything was so different during training camp. Yeah, it's the injury bug. I, I hear the Chiefs had it last year. Well, yeah, and we were picked to go 8-8, eight and 9-7. Eight, and seven. You know, the Broncos are with a freaking, essentially a rookie quarterback at this point. And, uh, you know, he's not even there. So, that they were not, 
they were not Kansas City, you know, and got decimated by injury. They were, you know, a third place in their own freaking division, Broncos, that have been decimated. If you take the five best players off of almost any roster in the NFL, including a starting quarterback, they're going to be pretty shitty. So I'm going to take the Broncos. I don't want to. That leads us to the Colts and the Bears. Bears. I'm going to go with St. Nick. You're going to go with St. Nick on that one, huh? I'm going with... Attitude of that he brought when he came on the field. Yeah, but the Bears' defense has been so god-awful this year. And Phillip Rivers has looked solid. I think I'm going with the Colts. It's in freaking Chicago, which Indianapolis and Chicago doesn't matter. It's only like a three-hour drive. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm going to keep riding them. Uh, that leads us to the Jaguars and the Bengals. I'm, I got. I want to go Joe Burrow, man. I, I want to see the kid win. How long is he out for? Oh, I... it that totally depends on who's playing. I don't know if Burrow is predicted to play or not. I'm gonna pull up the injury report. Yeah, pull that one up. We'll come back to that one because if that's the case, I'm going for Burrow on that one as well. We'll we'll jump down to the Cowboys and Browns. While you're looking that up, and uh, as much as we've ragged on Dallas, I'm going with the Cowboys over the Browns. Week four. It's showing that Burrow is still projected to play, is what I'm seeing. That's uh, I mean, I didn't hear anything on uh, ESPN the radio. Yeah. So, I'm pulling up the on the NFL.com real quick. Okay, who's my, your who's your pick on Cowboys Browns since that one's a little easier? I have to, I have to go Cowboys, man. Cowboys, that's and a no All right, that's no. Um, Saints and Lions. It's all day long. Yeah, I was gonna say that's another easy one. That's a that's a Saints for me as well. The Lions got their upset of the year in. It's in. Uh, Detroit, but that doesn't make any difference to me. They're they're terrible. They got to win against the Cardinals, but let's be real, the Cardinals are uh, you know no Saints. The <laughs> if the Saints aren't playing the Packers, I think the Saints are uh, a lot better. Oakland, you know, beat them up, but I just don't see that happening again. And I I think Kamara freaking tears apart the Lions. Um, that Matt Patricia defense, you know. <laughs> Freaking Kamara is definitely Michael Thomas this past, this past week. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are you seeing on Burrow? Did you find anything? I haven't found anything. My internet has just took a dump on me. All right, I'm putting the Bengals anyway. I don't even care. Here, I'll roll the dice with you. Let's go Bengals. Dude, we've picked every team the same so far. So uh, this one will be an interesting one. you got the Steelers and the Titans. I'm going to go Steelers. Going Steelers? Yeah. Oh, the Titans are 3-0. They barely beat freaking Denver. Um, they came back and beat a terrible Minnesota team this last week. Who'd they play week two? The Titans? Yeah. 
Jags. They played the Giants. Yeah, they played three garbage teams. Yeah, they put they, they played the Jags week two, and they b- barely won by three. Yeah, I'm taking Steelers on that one too. Like I said, I'm not impressed by the Steelers, but I think the Titans have been worse. They are. Uh, they're not. They're a, f- a faulty three and zero to me. Like you know, three and zero in the NFL is tough for anybody, but the Titans have barely escaped with wins against bad teams. Um, takes us to the Seahawks. I know, right? Seahawks and the Dolphins. Hawks all day. Seahawks all day long for me as well. Um, the Chargers and the Bucks. Another interesting one. Father time, Tom Brady. Yeah, he looked solid this last week. Like I said, he's playing against the worst team in the NFL. Um, man, I'm going with the Bucks as well. I don't want to. <laughs> um, Ravens, Washington. I think that's a freaking chalk game right there. Yeah, that it's gonna be Ravens. They're gonna run for like a thousand yards. Yep. All right, dude. We got to get some games that we're picking separate in. Uh, Cardinals and the Panthers. You know what? I'm, I have no, to go don't the Cardinals. Do don't do it just to do it. No, I have to. Uh, I mean, are you picking the Cardinals? Is that what you said? Oh, okay. I was gonna, yeah, me too. I was going to say, don't pick the Panthers just to pick the Panthers to be different. <laughs> because, uh, oh, hell no. They still have no Christian McCaffrey. I'm taking the Cardinals all day long on that one. Uh, that leaves us with two teams that I think they're both 0-3. But there are four teams that are 0-3. You have the Jets, Broncos, and then you have the Vikings and Texans. And I both think I think the Vikings and Texans are both 8-8 eight and eight teams. I think they're a lot better than their uh, winless record shows. Dude, freaking Dalvin Cook ran the ball last week. They should have been no reason why they did not win that game. Yeah, they choked. Yep. Uh, I have to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, the Vikings. I think that, that Texans defense is just so terrible. Yeah. I'm going I'm gonna to take Texans on it to be different. I think it's a pick em game. Um, yeah, they're another even money game. They're both uh, both terrible. <laughs> it's it's that bad that uh, you know it's even money heads up. They're both dome teams. It doesn't even well, The Giants and Rams and twelve points. Giants and Rams. Yeah, that's an easy one for me. I'm going Rams all day on that. I would assume you're doing the same. Did you say yeah? On Rams all day long. Okay. Ooh, and that leads you to the Patriots-Chiefs. Oh, Chiefs. Yeah, that's going to be a... I, I just, if, they, if, they wanna, if they get in a shootout with them, I just don't see Camden. There, there's, nobody, there's nobody keeping up. Did you know that the Chiefs in Vegas were an underdog this weekend? Yeah. Uh, Dude, I wish that I had freaking $100,000 sitting in the bank account. I would have bet that all day long. I saw the Chiefs destroying it. We talked about it. I anytime you can get Patrick Mahomes as a freaking underdog right now, you bet your life on it. Like I hate the Chiefs, but they're gonna they're gonna beat the brakes off the Patriots. Um 
That leaves you with the Bills Raiders. That's a tough one, dude. Go the Raiders, but I want to. I want to hop on that Josh Allen train and go with Josh Allen and the Bills. Yeah, I'm. I'm staying on the Josh Allen train, man. He's too good right now. He's looking way too solid. I hopped off. I, I hopped off last week. I'm getting back on. Yeah, yeah. The freaking Bills, man, have looked solid. Um, leaves you with the Eagles and the Niners. Same one. Backup quarterback and uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, I'm going to go with the Niners. Going with the Niners? The Eagles have to win sometimes. I'm uh, I'm going with the Eagles on it. I don't feel good about it. Only because Carson Wentz is a duck hunter, I'm taking, I'm taking the Eagles on it. <laughs> maybe, maybe he needs to get back to duck hunting and uh, – let somebody else have the reins. Let Jalen Hurts take over for a while or something, man. It's it's not good. Um, I said there were a couple winless teams. I was wrong. Um, the Eagles and the Falcons are also winless. Um, the Falcons are going into Green Bay. And, man, the Falcons damn well should be 3-0 and right now. Should. And if... They cannot close, but god dang it, they should be 3-0 right now. Green Bay is a seven-point favorite, and I think Green Bay is going to win. If there is a trap game on the schedule this week, it is this game. Green Bay loses stupid games like this all the time. The Falcons are 0-3, but the Falcons, like I said, should be 3-0. I'm going Green Bay. See, I'm going to go with the Falcons. I think... Matty Ice, and they're going to they're gonna try to figure it out this week. They're going to have to figure it out. And I'm going to go with the Falcons. As much as I want to go with Green Bay because I tried and trusted Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to go with the Falcons. Like I said, different. man, I, I thought about this game at work all day when we because I knew we were going to talk about this. And I really, really want to go with the Falcons. I did not expect you to go with the Falcons because I see this as a trap game. And uh, I have to make. Game's a- gonna come down to last possession. Last possession. Yeah, I guarantee that, it. I would hardcore bet that uh, Green Bay does not win by seven point five. Nobody do that because I don't want to be the reason you don't make rent this month because you took my advice. Because then they'll drop fifty. But uh, man, I really thought about taking the Falcons as my upset, but now you took them. I need to make up some space. I'm two games behind so far, so I'm taking the Packers and hope that. Uh, Hope that Chalk wins it. This, I think it's, it's going to come down to the last, you know, 50 seconds, whoever has that ball. Yeah, oh yeah. It's either going to come down like that or it's uh, it's going to be a Packers blowout. I do not see the Falcons just walking away with this. I think what makes the Packers so hard to blow out is if Aaron Rodgers, you know, doesn't play his best game say he throws for 225 or something like that you know the Packers have too many weapons on the ground man like they can run the ball they can Jones is a beast yeah I I just Aaron Rodgers is out of his mind right now Matt Ryan is playing out of his mind right now Matt Ryan is having a damn good season their team their defense cannot close a damn game out and, Matt's uh, already thrown for 961 yards, seven touchdowns, and two picks. Yeah. That, that's killing it. Yeah, it's 
it's ridiculous that they are winless. <laughs> That's what I said, dude. I thought it was the uh, the trap game of the week. I think everybody is going to have the Packers, and uh, it would not surprise me at all if freaking Atlanta won in there and won that game. Yeah, Aaron Jones. I just I'm looking at his stats right now. Fifty carries for three hundred and three yards. Yeah, averaging six point one yards a carry. That is insane numbers for Week Four. He's killing it. Like I said, the best two backs played on Sunday afternoon or Sunday was that the night game? Sunday night, and uh, dude, they they're both killing it. So let's do uh, let's do one last thing before we get off here, and let's go with. The top five quarterbacks right now this season. So start it. Who's your uh, Who's your best quarterback in the league right now? It's a toss up because I'm a homer. I'm gonna go Patrick Mahomes, and said you would have to be uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah. That's that was my leaning. Um, so you got first Patrick, second Russell Wilson. Who's coming in at number three? For me, Kyler Murray, man. Kyler Murray? All right. Yeah, we'll, I like Kyler Murray. We'll, we'll do top three because top five is a lot. We didn't pre, pre-plan this or anything like that. Um, number three, I'm going with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Two is Russell Wilson. Number one is Mahomes. I had Russell Wilson as the best quarterback last week. He did nothing but be solid this last week. But freaking Mahomes just – like we've already we've already had a big Mahomes love fest. And as a Broncos fan, I can't do it anymore today. But uh, he's killing it. You know the name the, the leading passer in the NFL right now is? Without looking. Without looking. Nah. Would it be Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott by a lot of yards. He's got almost 1,200 yards. And what? Well, number two. See, I mean, I love Aaron Rodgers, but I, the reason I said Kyler Murray for number three, the kid has so much potential to be really a bright, shining superstar. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, as of right now, this list will always change. Like I said, we talked about Matt Ryan is having a insane season. He's number three overall in yards, and Josh Allen's number two. I just think it's funny that Dak is leading in passing yards, and nobody thinks that he's in the top three except for Dallas homers because he doesn't have those wins. I, I think you can have all the stats in the world, but if you uh, if you're not closing out games and you're throwing a pick – you know, or two incompletions on your last possession, like that that's what affects you. Yep. One hundred percent. Well, buddy, I know you gotta get up in a few hours. I appreciate you staying up late and uh knocking this Brother. thing out, man. Well, I always enjoy it and until next week, hopefully you can make a comeback this week or I can keep spanking you. Yeah, one game a week. It's it's not looking good. I do not like this trend. And uh, we're going to watch on Thursday and play a little game of who's more pathetic. Uh, all right, man. I like it. <laughs> all right, buddy. Take care. All right, bro. Later. All 
right, guys, that is the move the sticks for week number four. I guess the end of week number three and the picks for week number four. I got to get this thing figured out. I'm tired of losing by one game every freaking week. And it's my homerism of the Broncos. They are going to lose my confidence vote here pretty damn soon. You can't, Blake Bortles can't be the starter next week. I just, it is not looking good. Um, hopefully you guys liked it, share it, enjoy it. Get yourself a blank from Swampwood Products. If you want to, send that blank to me or any of the fine call makers you've heard on this podcast. And uh, you can check out Unstable Calls. Get yourself a nice piece of apparel from Fox Red Apparel. Check them out on Instagram or our website. We have a link there as well. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Tune in next Wednesday, Facebook Live. We're doing round two of the Callmaker head-to-head build-off. Have a good one.